Welcome to Muller Time. This is episode 50. Yay. Yeah, man. We got milestone after milestone, huh? 50. The big 5-0. I'm just going to keep making them all milestones so okay. I can... You know, <laughs> this is episode 61. All right. Hey, you know what I've been thinking about? What's up, man? Is that we should probably delete the number 45 from all the buildings. You know, that's a, like like they do with airlines, right? Like, yeah, or the buildings or now delete 13. Hotels, yeah. That, yeah, so we should delete 45. We should delete 45 from the American lexicon as much as we can. I'm like sure. sports teams. And it's such like, oh. I almost feel like like that number should have been filled by a good... A good, a good person. Right, because 45. Right. right. Nice, even-ish. But you know what the thing is, too? He's, he's really going to be a Benedict Arnold. Like, he's in the future... He's that's his name is going to be synonymous because with traitor. He's going to be a traitor. Yeah, kids are going to be playing. You know, I want to. You, I want to play Trump. Yeah, no, no, you're no, no. Trump. I want to play Mueller. <laughs> I want to be Mueller. You're Trump. No, I'm going to tell mommy if you make me play Trump. It's going to be like what is that word like pejorative? Like it's going to be a an insult. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, like like th- that's that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, how are the Oscars, Mel? We just I just finished up. Yeah, Oscars were pretty good. Pretty yeah. much everything expected except for Glenn Close. I didn't see that coming. She didn't get the Oscar. That is, a, in this in this business, that is a very big deal. That is a very big deal. I think that was a kind of a snub. Everybody else I felt pretty good about. I found myself thinking there is a, definitely a parallel between, so the Oscars didn't have a host. And would you say that it was good, like better or worse? It's the same. Well, I was thinking like, we don't yeah, have a- Maybe a little bit better. A little bit different. We don't have a president right now. Okay. <laughs> and it's interesting because I was thinking like this, as messed up as things are, you could see how much of this country runs on autopilot in a way that we never realized. Like as bad as he is, right. much of the bureaucracy of the government still rolls on. Like, yeah, it still continues. We still have adults. It's just fascinating. We, it's almost like a test that I never wanted. Right. Right. To find out that the presidency doesn't need to be all that powerful. Except for that shutdown BS. Right. Like basically, you know, people get their social security checks, like things. Mm-hmm. I actually, con- during something for this podcast, I contacted someone at the government because I was looking into some press credentials and this really nice woman wrote me back. Just a, a government employee. Wow. Doing her job. Nice. And that, by the way, that was during the shutdown. Wow. Yeah. Dedicated. I was, it was really, I mean, she Dedicated. really took the time out. Yeah. Dedicated. Gotta love that about our employees. And for that shutdown to happen, it's just an insult to them. Really, legislation is needed uh, to let to dude, to stop that from ever happening again. So much. Um, I want to, as always, thank our Patreons. And if you dig the show, it's at MullerTime.com backslash Patreon. Um, and also, if you go to the Muller Time YouTube page, I did a new interview with uh, uh, a friend of our friend of the shows, Fred Lemke. Okay. A history teacher here in California. Wow, nice. Yeah, it was cool. We uh, we talked about all kinds of things and also just what it's like to teach mm-hmm. kids right now. Okay. So I know sometimes people might be like, why does he sound surprised about stuff like that? Because I don't listen to this show <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> or no, no. watch the YouTube videos. Uh, but uh, I did have my ex say something uh, great about your YouTube video. Oh, that's cool. What? Yeah, I don't know. She watched it and thought it was really good. By the way, I look like it, I absolutely take that is totally fine if you don't listen because I tell you what I <laughs> when I put this shit out I don't listen to it. Well, look at to be honest though, I did listen to last week's 
and it was really fucking funny. Last week's was the bomb. It was. It was awesome. It was really awesome. I did listen to that one because I had a feeling. I was like, you know, I'm kind of bored sitting in traffic. Let me put that on. I think if it was as decent as I thought. And I actually did laugh out loud several times. Now, if you could just paint Muller time on the side of your car. Car, right. That would be. Muller time. You know what was the bug out, though? And and seriously, by the way, I think that is hilarious. That And, and everyone has come on the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. All of them have one thing in common. Nobody listens to the show. No, no, we don't listen no, to the show. No one. Chris <laughs> no one. never listens. You, no, we, no, we never I'll, listen to the show. The only reason that I listen is because I'm you the editor. To. <laughs> right. <laughs> you kind of have to. It's your show. But I've, I've been streamlining the process. So I've gotten to the point where now, like, I can knock it out and, I mean, I can knock out an edit in a couple hours. So. Wow. Okay. Well, let me tell you, doing a fine job. I appreciate the that. The show was fantastic last yeah. week. Last week, it's funny. And right now, I can't even think of off the top of my head. Anything we talked about, Mm-mm. but I don't know. It's whatever it was. It was funny though. It, it's like it's like what I was going to tell you was in that YouTube interview though. One thing that that Fred said that really like blew me away. Mm-hmm. His kids don't know anything but Trump because they were too young. They're, they're, this is like high school, but they're too young for Obama. Okay. So they like they basically this is their as an as a fully functioning almost an adult. Right. This is the president that they know. So they're teenagers. Yeah. How cra- <laughs> They're teenagers in the Trump years. Damn. The Trump years. Like, I guess like... That should be a sci-fi horror movie. The Trump years. You know what else, you know what else he told me? What's that? This dude has to drive past one of the golf courses. You, you know who every day to work. That shit made me laugh so hard. The Trump International? Yeah. The one here? Uh, no, down uh, like down by like PV. Like, yeah, like, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, is that the only one? Yeah, yeah that's the only one. Los Angeles. That's a TV show opening. <laughs> <laughs> Driving by Trump International. I've been there several oh, for times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Before, of course, before this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I wouldn't show up again. It was all right. It was, you know, it so, wasn't spectacular. So it's not, uh, for lack of a better phrase, uh, super whitish? I mean, they, they're open no, to. They're open to everybody. I remember growing up, I mean, my my family is very non-pretentious, but we, we actually were a member of this country club, and then it stopped. And mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I could be remembering this wrong because I was like three years old, but I think that they, that club got sued. It found out that they were racist, and, okay. and then my folks were like, nah. Nah, not going there no more. And that place sucked anyway. <laughs> it was like a waste of money. Like, wow. But, yeah, no, Trump International is all right. And no, they don't discriminate. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I know, I was going to say it's weird because it's 2019. Uh, and of course they shouldn't discriminate, but I guess yeah. people still do. So his his favorite color is green. I think right. we all know that. Exactly. Yeah. So Mel, it is the uh, week three of the national emergency. Are, have you been doing okay, man? I mean. I've been uh, saving up supplies. Yeah. Yeah, been saving up supplies. Do you have any fears that you'll be overrun by like all these people? Just like your door will get kicked down and and you're you know you'll lose your job. Oh, you know. No, 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 not at all. My only national emergency fear is that Jesse Smollett would attack me. (laughs) I think that's the only thing I have to worry about right now. Isn't it funny though how like this is a national emergency and everyone forgot about it because it's fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you just asked me about that, I was like, oh, you, yeah. The you forgot about Lumber- it. Yeah, I totally forgot about right. it. The Oscars, we live right by the Oscars. This shit's going on three blocks away from where we are sitting right now. Right. I mean, I was out there before. It mm-hmm. didn't look like much of a national emergency. No, it wasn't a national emergency. 
I was, if I hadn't hurt my foot and if I felt like it, I could have gone down there. I was invited to go down. Oh yeah, to, mm-hmm. I know people that work the behind the scenes. So they, I was invited to go, but to go to the ceremony or, or one of the parties or no, nah, just, just to the you know when they're coming in for the red carpet or whatever. Yeah, stand around, look. I'm probably gonna hit after we're done. Um, I go to this one bar that it's a really quiet bar, and sometimes uh, some of the Oscar traffic comes in. It's always cool people. It's not gonna be like no, it's not gonna be like the it's not the, like the A list, which I don't care right. about anyway. But mm-hmm. it's always a good time. I was gonna ask you a bar, but no. Oh yeah, yeah. you know where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where. Yeah, let's not throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had some good ones there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little more laid back today. You just Ooh. brought up. Uh, you just brought up the, the just, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Did you want to go talk about that? He wrote a check. He the, wrote a check. Do you know those who, guys? Do you know who else did that? No one has covered this. This is mm-hmm. an exclusive to the Multi Podcast. The one other person to go down for that, and then he rose from the ashes. Jerry Springer. Oh, I do remember him doing something back in the day. Oh, before yeah. he was Jerry Springer, he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Cincinnati, right? He wrote a check, check to, to a the hooker. That's right. Uh, no, please, working, working girl. <laughs> oh, working girl, Profe- working professional. You know what, though? And not to get off topic, I want to say, like, for many years, I looked at that as the um, what do they call it? the? They say it's the world's oldest profession, or mm-hmm. I looked at it differently. And then when all this was all this stuff that's happened with human trafficking, I totally right. think. That it's it's obviously not just wrong, but that the men really don't get involved. In, like you, no, like you you are a part of of a crime. There, I, I look at it differently than I used to. Like, well, I feel that if it was made legal, that would cut down. You're right. on the sex trafficking. No, you're right. In Amsterdam, I like I've been over there, like where mm-hmm. it's legal. Right. There's you're right. It's legal in Nevada. That's true too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe things are more complicated than we but could I'm do. I'm just feeling that if it was a lot more legal, yeah, maybe that would cut down on the sex trafficking and or at least make it easy, you know, yeah. to find out. Because like if it's part legal and then some of the legal people see that something illegal is going on, yeah, you know, then it's easier for the legal people to be like, yo, something illegal is going on without them getting fear of retribution. So Jesse Smollett, which by the way, big picture is – there's so many more important stories, and that's what the media is. That's what so many criticisms are. Right. But at the same time. It was just funny. That's all. That's when <laughs> we don't really cover it that much because it was just funny. I didn't believe it from the beginning, which is sad, but I really never did believe that. Yeah. And now that it came out, I was just like, you know, the fun, the best part is he wrote a check. He wrote a goddamn check. This like I don't want to – I know a lot of actors, and I know a lot of you guys – that I'm friends with listening to the show. So I want, I want to be clear. Don't take this the wrong way. But you know a lot of actors just aren't that smart. Yeah, like, I mean, just in general, a lot of people aren't that smart. We have a president <laughs> right now, not that smart. But it's like actors, especially when they start to get some work, mm-hmm. they, they, they sometimes sometimes think that they can do anything. Right. Like No, I've run into a few actors that I'm kind of surprised that they're not that smart, and I don't know why I would expect them to be smarter than they are. Mm-hmm. Some could, weird expectation level, that's lot, for sure. A lot of my fellow writers were like, and I mean, you know, like I've like I'm an actor too, so I'm like kind of like having a little fun. But like a lot of my fellow writers were like, "Yo, he should have hired a writer for this. You <laughs> <He laughs> should have. He should have got a writer because he messed that up completely." And man. You know, and another among the, a lot of the tragedies, how much Chicago police resources had to be devoted to that? Right. 
because you know if you, they were if you make a mistake, mm-hmm. that that could be your job. I mean, the police, right? Chief. Yeah. Th- well, there were so many sad aspects to this yeah. one uh, false crime of you know a black gay man. That's mm-hmm. horrible to you know project a false crime like that yeah. to try to divide us and to try to spread hate. I mean, that's crazy. And if you if someone is coming down hard on this thing, let me say. You were an asshole to begin with, because we all know that ninety—I'm sure ninety-eight percent of hate crimes or ninety-nine happened. This is the one percent that didn't—that ha- was a hoax, it's right? Like, this is well, yeah. I mean, this is super less than probably one percent. Less than that's exactly a, that's a hoax. So, if, so the people who are who are coming down hard on this whole thing, just just stole that stuff somewhere else. Yeah, no, for sure. We definitely believe when it's a real deal. You it's, know, it's a lot of these these Republicans, these right wingers. Uh, you know, they. That's what hurts about it, but at the same time, we know that it, this is a the, the small right. percentage. Right, exactly. You know, well, whatever. Good luck with Jesse Smollett. Hopefully, you know he gets it all figured out. I mean, damn. I th- I think just knowing show business like I do, mm-hmm. maybe ten years, maybe maybe he could he could come back. Maybe in ten years, write a book. I mean, I don't know. Write no. a book. What was I thinking? <laughs> write an OJ book. If I did it. <laughs> Oh the my Jesse, God! The Jesse Smollett version. If I did it, uh, there's something that I really did want to talk about. As you, all our time, yeah, <laughs> okay, Mueller stuff. <laughs> as you yourself brought up, there have been a number of incidents where the Mueller investigation has been erroneously reported as ending. Right. And I've you saw last week. Right. Exactly. I, I've had it. I've literally. <laughs> it, it's about it's about the media, and. They're constantly under attack right now by Donald Trump, and it's not, it's not fair because they are, they are a lot the part of they are legitimately heroes who are helping to bring this guy, hold him accountable. Right. But you cannot keep doing stuff like that. Look at he'll finish the report when he'll finish the report. It, it's like crazy. Like NBC all week, it's going to mm-hmm. be over on Tuesday, and then on Tuesday they're like, it's not over, and it's like they don't say anything. Like, what do you mean? Right. You. It's like. The analogy I was thinking about was if one day you showed up here, I'm like, yo, we're doing the show, the usual mm-hmm. time. You show up, my place is dark, I'm not there. Okay. The next week, I'll, I come in and I don't say anything. It's like, mm-hmm. hello. Like, <laughs> You're like, uh, what happened to last week, dude? Where's the accountability? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm, I'm like really serious. Like, they're not. Ex- you have to explain when you make mistakes like that. Right. They're just like, oh, God. like so. Shit, they don't I could, care. They don't care. It's so much going on. People don't even go back to talk about shit that already happened. There's no follow-up going on in any of this, really. Very little follow-up. The, the Daily Beast actually had a really good article. It was, I'm so glad that someone did this. It was it was titled, All the Times the Mueller Investigation Was About to End. <laughs> and they, they went, they counted it. Right, nice. How many times? It was like 20, and they, mm-hmm. they listed the outlet. I'm like, wow. come on, man. Look at this. When it does end, we'll still have a podcast. Oh, this is just the beginning. No, this we'll is still have a podcast. First of all, we'll still talk about something. Let, let's be clear: the the Mueller investigation will end, but the cases that are being farmed out are going to go for probably five, ten years. Right. There's always going to be something the, that's related to Mueller, right, going on for a long time. I mean, it's it's and like like I've told you guys, I'm franchising this to France, Australia, Mueller right. time, Belgium. Right, crime in every country. I want to be like the Dick Wolf, <laughs> the Dick Wolf of crime in every country. You want to syndicate your crime show, Germany, all that, every Fiji. You mm-hmm. want, okay, you want to do Maritime Fiji? Yeah, 
Sure. So the top FBI guys in every country, yeah. you're going to take on their cases. Yeah. Have the, have the well, country take on their cases. I'm actually just going to, I'm but like will Trump. Will it be called Mueller time now? Well, it's like Trump. I'm going to license the name, but okay. not have any, you know, I'm just going to take my cut. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, no, you're not going to go all over the world and start talking. <laughs> I ain't going all over the world and start talking. Uh, I just want to say to, uh, yeah, no, fuck that. That's not, I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Uh, the 20, I mean, I was, the, mm-hmm. the listener doesn't know what I just said. I was looking at a list of things and I was like, no, not that one. Uh, speaking of FBI though, I will say I've been, I've read, um, I have Andrew McCabe's book and it's really good. Okay. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's a very interesting, illuminating book. What did you find in there that was maybe surprising? Well, it, it's, I have almost all, I think, the Trump-Russia books. And this one, first of all, it's it's well-written. I mean, he's clearly a, a, a good writer and a smart person. And a lot of it is just the beginning of the day-to-day of an FBI agent. He goes through his own career. Okay. And then the irony is that he started his career in Russian organized crime. Wow. And he ended it yeah, in Russian, Russian organ- organized crime. Yeah. And it's really quite, I haven't finished it yet, but it's it's really quite good. So I definitely recommend that. Um, yeah. So Roger Stone last week. Right. Um, Got on Instagram. Yeah. He's an Instagrammer. Any thoughts on uh, <laughs> Roger Stone last week? So Roger Stone goes ahead and Instagram, Instagrams the uh, a picture of the judge with what looks like a, a target behind yeah. her head. He says it's a Celtic symbol, though, but whatever. So the judge just went ahead and said, eh, you can't talk anymore. Right. He pulled all of his talking privileges. Do you think that was an appropriate uh, yeah, response? Was? No. I think she had a proper response. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, for sure. I thought she should have gone farther. That's that's why I asked you. I was just curious mm. what you thought. A pundits on news shows thought that she wouldn't even go that hard. Our... Uh, Mueller Time Podcast legal advisor told me exactly what exactly what he said happened. He said she's going to get a severe warning, mm-hmm. and then he told me one or two other things that all happened just like that. Wow. My feeling is, as a non-lawyer, mm-hmm. that he should have been in jail because that is. Cr- I mean, can you imagine if you did that to a federal judge, or if I if I did it, or any dude? Come on, we're different. We're not Roger Stone. That stuff, part of the criminal justice system. I actually talked about this in the interview I did on YouTube that I mentioned earlier. The point of it is to send a message to society. They're not sending, I think, that was not the right message. And he also was followed by a lot of dangerous people like the Proud Boys. Right. So if you see that, you're like, oh, the worst thing that happens is I get a, I get yelled at? Right. I mean, I don't know. Another judge is from someone else. The other judge would take it much more seriously. And this judge, by the way, she's, she's on the ball. I mean, she's, she's handling her business. She's, mm-hmm. she's really a credit to this country. So, again, I don't... I'm sure there's a bigger picture that I don't know about as a non-lawyer. Well, you know, she wasn't trying to show that that was going to get her all bent out of shape and take it personal. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, that She had to be a judge. Yeah. She had to show uh, calm. Yeah. Yeah, just, man, like, because I know these guys work too. So if he can't talk, a lot of them will get their flunkies to do it. They're always, they're always find a way. They'll go around it. Um, if I were him, I'd worry more about my future why because i don't think there's going to be much of it (laughs) you know trump's gonna uh pardon him they'll they'll, trump's absolutely gonna pardon him 
well, they'll do like they do with Manafort. You know, they they lit his ass up with all these state charges, like so, just in case. I'm sure they can find something. Oh, oh yeah, right. Maybe. Plus, one thing I will say, Roger Stone was acting like a, a goddamn fool on the stand there. <laughs> he is a goddamn fool. And they, I heard a lawyer say this doesn't bode well for Trump because they, like, basically he was kind of broken a little. Mm-hmm. And I think it was real. We didn't see it, obviously, but basically they were like, this looks like a guy who would turn state's evidence. Wow. He, he was all. Wow. If Roger Stone turns on Trump. I mean. <laughs> Trump's going down anyway, no matter what. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, even if it's just with the New York State stuff. Yeah, kids are going to play them, though. I want to be Mueller. Mm-hmm. I wanna, you know, <laughs> You're going to be Trump. Instead Trump of Cowboys and Indians, it's going to be Mueller and Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mueller and Trump. Yeah, all our Carson, all every neighborhood. Every, every neighborhood, everywhere. Mueller and Trump. <laughs> Mueller and Trump. All little black kids being white face. Oh, Mueller man. and Trump. Oh, man. What about our Virginia blackface crew? They're still in. Well, I, I did have a thought about that. Props that to them. They, there is, I hate to say it, a lesson there, isn't there? There is a lesson there. Ralph Northam, and actually I just want to say Ralph Northam. I don't, I want to leave the other guys out of it, but Ralph Northam pulled a Trump. He said, nope. I'm not leaving. And look, look what happened. Right. When you said that, I forgot about it for a second. Mm-hmm. He's, He's still there. Chilling. They're all still there. Chilling. They're all still there. He's probably moonwalking right now. <laughs> he is moonwalking right now. <laughs> They're all moonwalking right now. It's a trio. They're still in blackface. I mean, with one black person in the middle and two in blackface <laughs> on each side. Oh man! And they're just singing along. Now, I don't agree with it, but I mean, maybe maybe there's some lesson there. Well, you know, it feels like the truth is that even though he was in blackface, he's probably not really a hateful racist. You brought up the um, the complexity of, for lack of right. a better phrase, of, and that I guess uh, in that state they they say he did a lot of good things right. uh, for the African American community. Exactly. So he's not a hateful man. That's how come nobody's really kicking him out. I mean, you know, everybody was like, no, no, get out. But the black people there were like, you guys are tripping, just because he was in blackface. Look at he's hooking us up. <laughs> so, I mean, it's true. If you were in blackface and you were a super racist and you were, you know fucking over black folks then yeah get the fuck out of there but the black folks are chilling they're like mm, that's, that's what so, if that's so america right there isn't it it is it is like because we're so used to racism we're so used to it i mean really he's in blackface we got trump yeah the bar true. is on the floor dude yeah the bar is on the floor yeah i mean um not to raise your spirits too much but um Diamond and Silk were in the in the Oval Office. <laughs> Diamond and Silk. I love those two. It's crazy. Like when you talk about how far we've fallen, mm-hmm. I, I was looking at that. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, that's like, I know I shouldn't be surprised because mm-hmm. like a lot of human garbage has been in the White House, like Ted Nugent. Yeah, no, for sure. But it is weird looking at the place where Obama stood with, I don't know, some famous diplomat and then seeing mm-hmm. Trump with Diamond and Silk. Yeah, well, you know. Hopefully, he goes to jail and we don't have to have a presidential library. Yeah. Yeah, no, there is, uh, that is not going to happen, you know. It's funny, even Obama's library is going to be all digital, which I was, there was an article about that. I was a little surprised about that, but they're doing a whole new thing. Anyway. We should really do a tribute, though, and really eliminate 45 from all the buildings. And from sports teams. Just try to eliminate it as much as possible. Hell yeah. 
Just oh. eliminate as much as possible. Speed signs, knock it up to 46. I'm going to go change the uh, 45th of this, like you said, of this. Or I'll go <laughs> back and I'll change it to like 44. Yeah, right. 44. Yeah, change it to 44. Yeah. We'll have double 44. Um, on a, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? That's good, huh? Yeah, we just changed 45 to 44 because 44 had two terms. The... CNN has hired their director of 2020, like political coverage. Mm-hmm. This this woman's name is Sarah Isger. Right. So I feel like this is the PSA of this show. You guys can Google this woman. She's a total right wing right. operative. You mm-hmm. saw that. Yes, right. absolutely. You, if you watch CNN during the next election, you need to be very careful because this person who literally called CNN, she called her new employer the Clinton News Network. Okay. Which is a well-known sign that you are a right-wing wacko. Right. That to me, that is just scary. But at the same time, you do have to have an opposing, uh, an opposing voice. That's fine. Absolutely no problem with that. Um, they have developed though this reputation for hiring these these absolute bozos, and this is scary to me. Like this person's in charge. It's not just like a TV appointment. ratings. Buttons and ratings. Well. I I don't know why exactly why they did it. I I personally to find... To show that they're fair and balanced. You know, it's funny, ironically, too. Mm-hmm. They pull all these moves. I think they're suspect as hell, which is why I don't watch them much. You know, they're last you know, of the news networks. They, mm-hmm. Their ratings are routinely in the toilet compared to MSNBC and Fox. Well, because they're not as slanted as MSNBC and Fox. I'm going to respectfully disagree a little bit. Well, Fox is obviously whatever. And I think MSNBC is also slanted super left. They have, they might hire left-wing opinion commentators, but that straight news is usually very good. I mean, in my opinion. Hmm. CNN hires every Trump supporter. I mean, it's crazy. The most <laughs> garbage, like Corey Lewandowski. Just, you know, you hire a conservative, great. Right. There's a million professors at the school over the country who probably would be mm-hmm. great. But... These people are, they're something else. Look, they're trying to get ratings. They're well, reaching for ratings. It, you know, honestly, I, you could be right. I don't know. I know they're reaching for ratings. But this person, what's weird is she doesn't have any experience in television news. That's what's, if you're reaching for ratings, like you hire like a Roger Ailes. That's what's weird. Like, yeah, but what, we've already seen Roger Ailes. We need somebody new. Remember that in a previous election, this going way back, Bush... During the 2000 election, which was also a fraud, when every other network was still trying to figure out who won, mm-hmm. Fox called it for Bush. Fox's first cousin, his first cousin, John Ellis, was in charge of election coverage. And he said, yeah, Bush won. Wow. That was, that was a fraud perpetrated. And that's why I brought this whole thing up. I'm saying just be careful with CNN. <laughs> you think they're going to call it for Trump? I think anything's possible. In, well, okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, anything is possible. As crazy as that is, yeah. Anything is possible. You know what I watched today? Vice. You know what I saw? Black Trump supporters. In the in that movie? Um, no, not the movie Vice, but the uh, news channel. Oh, oh, they had a segment on that? Yeah, on black Trump supporters. What, was it one guy? or No, it was a bunch. Dude, it was a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It was scary. I didn't realize it was so many. And they had Blexit. They had Blexit on there and that girl. Um, Candace Owens. Yeah, Candace Owens. Exactly. I'll I'll watch that. 
But no, no, it was really good, actually. Yeah. It was really fair, really good. I even went through all the comments, and everybody was like, hmm, deep, fair. I just want to say in general, you have to be, I'm sure you were, but you have to be very careful with those types of segments, especially with, when I hear the name Candace Owens, because a lot of those people are not, they're, they have, there's a lot of dark money that goes into what they do. They're not necessarily, what's the word? There's a lot of astroturfing there. Right. There's a lot of, I'm not oh, trying yeah, to be. No, you, yeah, no, for sure. You yeah. see that, that she's in it for the cash. Yeah. You yeah. can tell. And then the other girl is in it for the Instagram likes of being different. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, 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 yeah, I, I will, I will, I will check that out. But yeah, check it out. It's very interesting though. The thing that I found most interesting is that they do have a small point about their point of view. It's just that it's slightly askew. Hmm. And it's always weird to me. It's like, ooh, that's almost a truth, but not really. Right. So you're believing a lie. Right. Because if it's not the truth, but it almost sounds like the truth. I, I gotta say, like it really it's sort of when I, I when Vice chooses to do segments on that, like I'm sure it's interesting, but mm, it is. It is very interesting. I, I really wish every time a network like that did that kind of segment or CNN, I also wish they would go into it's it's okay to do segments on things that are more obvious, like how Trump how the black community mostly hates Trump's guts. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're they all like are afraid to do stuff like that. Like you can Oh no, they put the uh black Trumpers with the black liberals together. Oh. Was that was in that a room? Good? Yeah. It was like nunchucks. Oh was it? <laughs> it was killing each other. No, it was very good. It was very good open dialogue. And then it Ra- was very good. And then Ralph Northam walked in. He walked in. And, <laughs> he and raised what? his hand. And when walked in, everybody beat the shit out of him and that was the end. <laughs> and that was the end. Yeah. No, it was pretty it was pretty eye opening. Um it was very fair conversation back and forth and at least you know they're trying to understand each other yeah so, okay yeah well, I, it's yeah. always good you know trying to understand each other <laughs> why would like it's like they all voted for trump i mean they the trump supporters did vote for obama that's interesting I'll, i'm i'm going to watch this mm-hmm. and then i will report back <laughs> report back on a next episode on another episode some other episode even when I've I've interviewed Michael Steele twice, the African American former head of the Republican National Committee, mm-hmm. who is the greatest guy ever. But when I talked to him, I still have never asked him this. But I just, if I knew him better, I just w- really want to know, like, man, like, do you see what this party is? Like, man, like, right. it's time to it's time to jump ship. It's time to jump. Come ship. come over to the you know the mm-hmm. water's warm over here. Well, what happens? It seems like even with the uh, blacks that voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. It really looks like it was because they really hated Hillary. That's, I, I don't even know what to say about that. That's <laughs> they just so, really hated Hillary. They bought and, into the Hillary hate. Candace Owens, by the way, this is a seriously, I, mm-hmm. I was, this is a. Well, she's the one a, that had Kanye all tripped up. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a real, mm-hmm. yeah, she's the one who said if Hitler just stayed in Germany, it would have been all good. I'm, I'm amazed. They must have taped this thing. I don't know if you saw that de- debacle. No. But that, that was a serious uh, career Mm-hmm. Ender. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a bad one. Well, the other thing that you kind of get is majority of those people were kind of goofy. Mm. So, again, you kind of feel like, hmm, they're kind of goofy, though. So you don't feel as threatened. Uh, Covington Catholic is back. Our, uh, yep. The stare down. 
the stair, yeah, the stare down seen seen around the world. Right. So, Covington Catholic is. See, this is what I'm talking about when we talked about how people were like, "Well, maybe you didn't get the whole story." No, you were right the first time. These these fucking little pukes are suing the Washington Post mm-hmm. and possibly other people like Bill Maher. Right. Check this out, man. They, they're suing the Post for $250 million, mm-hmm. which is intentionally the same amount that Bezos bought it from. In other words, this is actually a right-wing operation. Right. Uh, did you see the, the thing, their, their lawyer's letter? It was a totally unprofessional, lunatic letter. Wow. It was like full-on, it was like Trump wrote it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Trump probably did write it. Yeah, if he could write. I mean, if he, could he, write. he would. Right. So... These little punks now are suing, and they actually said they would sue Bill Maher too mm-hmm. because he made fun of them. Right. The whole scary thing about the right is that they all seem to be just a little bit off. And I wish that that wasn't the case. I wish that, you know, some of my thought were just, wow, you're on it. You're highly intelligent. Ooh, I see your points. Uh, ooh, you're absolutely right about that. But there's never that conversation where I can say that. I ha- I have a lot of friends who are conservative and way more conservative than I am. And this whole the last couple of years, a lot of people have gotten the wrong idea, even about me. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh, you're like left wing. Like, no, right. the other party has become white supremacist. So by that, now it's like by perspective, Right now I look left wing mm-hmm. when, you know, I'm not exactly like if an anarchist or anything like that. No, but it's, you would probably be more to center just like everybody else, just like me. I was much more of a regular guy before a lot of this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. More to the center, but we don't have time for that now. No. We ain't no. got time for none of that. We no. just got to vote. Whoever's the Democratic person, we just got to vote for them. The, and um, yeah, Paul Krugman, by the way, calls it radical centrism, which is one of the greatest phrases I've ever heard. He wrote a column on it about okay. how radical centrism is dangerous. People who say that, you know, it's like you're you're copping out. You're just like, eh, everybody's the same. Hillary and Trump are the same. Really? No. Yeah, really Hillary would have been the same? Yeah, sure. Absolutely not. Radical centrism. The reason I brought up the Covington thing, I just want to say, I just want to add Mm -hmm. like my voice to this for lack of a better thing. You know, Muller Time Podcast officially considers Covington Catholic and Nick Sandman a little puke. So I just want to put that out there since they say they're going to sue Bill Maher for goofing on them. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to also put that in for this show. Don't worry, you don't. You're not going to be involved in the lawsuit. <laughs> I don't care. If you have a problem with that, though, you can call uh, Mel at <laughs> Mel at seven zero seven five one five one five twenty three eleven. That probably is a real number, but that's not mine for sure. So don't dial that number. I like all these people don't talk about free everybody. speech till they mm-hmm. get made fun of, and then right. you want to trample on the First Amendment. Mm-hmm. If you're ever uh, read any of our comments on air and I got to hear those, I'd probably want to squash some free speech. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting? All the time, listener, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No, go ahead. A guy sent me an email, great email, mm-hmm. after we talked about when we did the Covington Catholic show. Okay. And he was like, um, he was like, I went to a school like that mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting and basically he was, he was explaining what it's like to go to that school and how this is what they know because, and, I found it fascinating because he didn't say this, but it occurred to me that these kids are radicalized. It's not, it's, right. it's literally 
you talk about ISIS gets rattlelegs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't, um, you know, killed anybody. They haven't, they don't, right. you know. Not yet, but they're right. definitely being radicalized. But with this kid, when he emailed me and told me that, I was what he was describing was radicalization. Mm-hmm. Where you have no perspective. Right, which is why we just can't throw Trump in the clinker right now. Because we'd have little Al-Qaeda's all over the U.S. just blowing stuff up. Oh, don't worry about those guys, man. No, they're, <laughs> they're not... Seriously, I know, I know, I know about the dangers, but these people are, are punks. They're gonna, you know, what they're gonna do? Hey, not so much so. That one guy, yeah, in the military, he was just getting ready to blow everybody up. Yeah, he was after everyone. Yeah, it's a good thing our government spies on us. I do want to say on a positive note, I've been researching the candidates for twenty twenty, and mm-hmm. um, man, it's it is looking good. I I'd, mean, I'd I'd vote for any of them, dude. I made a, a big, and I, by the way, I'm, I do want to talk about that guy from the Coast Guard, but I just want to say, uh, <laughs> we'll throw in a positive thing first. Like, okay. I, I've been involved in campaigns as well, volunteering and things, but mm-hmm. this one I've decided like really, I want to be involved from the beginning okay. in a primary. So I've been like looking at all these people's web pages, mm-hmm. positions, and man, it, it is looking good. I mean, right. all, all of them. Look. Well, I'm going Kamala Harris. I think she's a great candidate. Right. That's what I'm going to go with until... I'm, I like what I said. Until whatever, you know, it's the Hunger Games. They're going to kill each other. Oh, yeah. So who knows what's going to happen? I, I like all of them. I like all of them, but somebody's got to win. Well, it's it's like Highlander, you know. In the, in the <laughs> somebody's got to win. And I want to say, too, a lot of people seem to be, or not a lot of people, some people are upset that Bernie's jumping in. Yeah, I'm definitely upset that Bernie's jumping in. But you know what? If that's who gets the vote. That's what I'm voting for. Right. I don't, That's all I'm saying. I want to say, too, like, what I'll say about Bernie, if you knew that, I think there's a strong chance that if Bernie had gotten the nomination, he would have pulled enough votes, populist votes, because he was popular in a lot of those places, mm-hmm. that he could have won. Man, if you got that close, and you're now you're 77, and this is the shot, I mean, would you, like, fade away? I mean, look at it from his perspective. I'd be totally run again. All right. And, but like you said, though, it is going to be the Hunger Games. May the mm-hmm. best man or woman win. Right. And they're going to be going for it. Meanwhile, kill each other. Do you know what the clown show is going to be like, though, on the other side? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Now, Trump. Well, we don't look. I don't personally think he's going to be running. So, but let's say he is. Okay. There could be some opposition, which is highly unusual for a, a you know an incumbent president. That's going to be hilarious. Thing like Mitt Romney might try to jump in again. Man, he's. Ex- I mean, Trump is extremely unpopular. I mean, he's popular in the Republican Party, mm-hmm. but one of these guys, if they see their opening, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll go for it. What do you think about Biden? Man, it's like I, I like Biden a lot, but it's the thing again about the Democrats the same not seeing. People. You had the moment, right? But he was supposed to be the candidate. If he had been the candidate in the last election. We would have President Biden right now. None of this would have happened. Right. He was. It, that's. It's like that was. That was. That was your time, man. But but to answer your question, if he wants to run, do it. I think he'd be a great president. Yeah. Again, any of them. It, right. Pick. Pick I, one. Just any of them. There's T-shirts that say anybody. Like but it's Trump. like yeah. Yeah. Any, anybody but Trump. Like literally. Mm-hmm. But it's it's exciting. I want to get you know. I, I will say the only two that I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't want to even like go into names, but I just want to say the, the candidates that are, like, lesser known. Well, not even just that, but the ones who are like staking out really centrist positions. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple who are like, we can't do universal health care. I'm like, 
I, I understand that we don't get always what we want in life, but I don't want to hear that before you even start running. Right. I don't want to hear we, you give up before we even get that's there. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Why don't you get in there and get try there. to make it happen? And then, exactly. Try. Try. At least try. Like Kamala Harris on her page says, Medicare for all. That's what I want to right. see. Now, exactly. I, if she doesn't get it done, I'm, I'm not going to like be super upset. Mm-hmm. Just tell me why. Right. And, you know. Exactly. She's, she's great. I mean. Yeah, that's who I'm going for, for sure. Yeah, I really want to see if, and she's out here. I wonder, uh, I mean, I'd love to do some real work for, I sent the Democratic Party an email and they referred mm-hmm. me to, because I want to ask them like, if I, we could help with this show. So the, the guy wrote back and he referred me to another department. So we okay. might be able to do some, nice. you know, interviews. Okay. Blast out of, I mean, whatever. All right. <laughs> Tell some jokes. Hey, man. This is an entertainment show too. Hey, it's man. news entertainment. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be NPR, you know. <laughs> this is entertainment. It's six oh one in the morning. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, by the way, speaking of the Republicans' real view about Trump, mm-hmm. and coming back to McCabe's book, so McCabe detailed a previously unknown incident where he briefed what's called the Gang of Eight, which is basically the top. It's the top people in Congress, and, mm-hmm. and they, I guess, it's like, it's, so it's all these people like Richard Burr and Paul Ryan, and it's anyone who has a position of authority. Nancy Pelosi would be considered like now. Right, she's in the gang of eight. So at the time, I guess, I don't know if she was. But no, she was, yeah, she was there. So he, they, even for people in Congress, they have a higher like classification. They can see more information. Right. So he briefed the gang of eight in the beginning of all this, and he said, I'm opening a counterintelligence investigation into Donald Trump. Do you know what the reaction was from all of them? What's that? Nothing. They all nodded, and what I'm trying to say is that you're not, we're not seeing, the Republicans, he's, he's expendable to them. That's what I'm trying to say. None of them started screaming and all the shit they do on TV. Mm-hmm. He said they were all, they were all chilling. Of course. Like, like okay, do what you gotta do. Right. And, and this was a private meeting, so they could have expressed their, this, you know, they're ups if like not all this crying like Lindsey Graham. So they, that means to me that they know exactly who he is and that he, it's just a political move. They're just ruthless. Like McConnell, he said, didn't care. Right. McConnell was like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like motherfucker, like, you know, can, can you help us out a little bit then? I know. Please. I, I've been telling you this for a long time though. Look at Nancy Pelosi and how chill she is. She knows what's up. She knows what's up. She's, She's chill. She doesn't look stressed yeah, she, out. She probably has the tape. Yeah, she looks chill. She's not stressed out. She's just kicking it like, mm-hmm, you ain't doing that. You I ain't mean, doing that. You ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's amazing for someone who's had a career as long as she has. She's now more powerful than ever. I mean, mm-hmm. Trump has just made her so much more powerful. Yeah, absolutely. By his bumbling idiocy. <laughs> uh, you got some there? No. Oh, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into um, have uh, some great news. We're going back to North Korea. For, oh yeah. The, f- no. the first summit where he got rolled was so, I guess, so amazing that we actually have round two. It, <laughs> it's it's like a Van Damme movie, Bloodsport. Right. <laughs> so we're going back to... <laughs> Bloodsport. It's Trump, Bloodsport. We're going back to Vietnam. In a world. Yeah. Where Trump flew on a plane to yeah. North Korea. And saluted a North Korean general, making us all look like... Idiots. So that it was great. So it was so great that now we're having another one in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just, 
I guess my question is, since the first one not only accomplished nothing, but made us look worse, what, what's going to happen to the second one? Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Let's hope nothing bad, but, you know, who knows? I don't trust them. I don't I, trust them with our president. They, they've actually ramped up. Um, they did, my understanding is they didn't do any nuclear tests for a while, but they've ramped up their production. Right. And they got a lot of propaganda out of it, which is the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, and now they got Trump as a friend, all on their TV and stuff. Right. You know they gave him a big envelope, like in that first meeting, a giant envelope with a card. Mm-hmm. It was it was a huge envelope because they they was had it red. No, not only Chinese give red envelopes, huh? But it was so amazing how you mm-hmm. could tell they did the research into his psyche, and they were like, oh. Just give him some fucking huge ass envelope. envelope. <laughs> Let him feel like a grand prize winner. I mean, I, if I was a president in another country, I really would be laughing my ass off, unless I was an ally, of course, of this country. Right. Like, that shit is kind of funny. It is funny. The guy's a knucklehead. He wants to be a grand prize winner with the big envelope. Ed yeah. McMahon shows up. You are a winner. And I've gone back and looked at that photo where he saluted the North Korean general. Mm-hmm. And do you know that that general had his hand out in a traditional handshake? Mm-hmm. So in other words, he was ready to do a handshake. Right, a the, handshake. These mofos did the research. They were like American shaking, whatever. Mm-hmm. Shake and this hands. fucking guy salutes. Salutes. They mm-hmm. must have been like, oh my, like, <laughs> oh my like, God. Oh my God, he saluted us. Freaking out. Like, mm-hmm. They got that picture. It's on his wall. It's everywhere. Forever. Forever. It's probably on TV 24-7. Probably everybody, that picture is going to, for generations, mm-hmm. as long as the Kim family is in charge, that picture is right. going to be in every house. Everywhere, all the time. The Trump saluting North Korean general. They won't even know when Trump gets impeached because they won't report that there. So they'll just tell him he's still president. Probably for years, huh? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Why not? Oh, and, um, okay, so you brought up the, okay, you brought up the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. That should be really... I didn't start the show with that, but that really should be the most major story other than the Mueller investigation. It should be. How many, since since Trump became president, I mean, off the top of your head, how many insane right-wing um, terrorists have have near, killed or nearly, I mean, I, off the top of my head, I'm thinking Charlottesville, those are right-wing mm-hmm. terrorists. The MAGA bomber, that fucking guy from Florida, Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Gone out of the, the the news. This guy, um, the 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 tree of life, the the guy who shot up the synagogue. Right. I mean, th- this this is, and they're all. What do they all have in common? They're Trump supporters. Yes, always. All of them. All of them. They in this country, they want us to believe that we're under threat from terrorism, like like terrorism outside of the country, or terrorism from people whose skin color is different. But the truth is, is that the most dangerous terrorists, and this is a fact, the Department of Homeland Security once said this, are right-wing domestic terrorists. Right. But we knew that already. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this guy, this, I, and of course, you know, obviously the White House doesn't say anything because he's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. It's truly scary. Now, this guy was in three branches of the military, which I never even knew you could do that. So this guy's had this long military career where the whole time, He's had these views, obviously. He's right. A, he didn't just develop an age 50 or whatever. Right. 49. 49. Mm-hmm. And this this guy, this was a very credible plan. I'm not even I'm not even clear on how they, they stopped him. 
Because the government is watching. Yeah, dude. that's true. They're yeah. watching. They're spying yeah. on this us. This time. they. Hey, the, you know, whatever keeps us safe, dude. Whatever keeps us safe. That's all I care about. If they stop this dude from killing Kamala Harris and everybody else, then yay. They're doing their job. I'm saying that like, Trump has made this stuff so much worse. Because, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the, you know, this 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 worked out this time, but the other guys, the tree of life, didn't. The uh, the MAGA bomber, we only got lucky because the guy was a moron who didn't right. know how to make the bombs. Exactly. Well, they're all morons. Yeah. None of these guys are smart. I don't know how this guy got caught, honestly, but he probably wrote a check. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He probably wrote a check. A lot of these guys will... Because the FBI and other agencies are in these chat rooms and stuff. That's how a lot of them do get caught sometimes. But I just think in 2006, the Department of Homeland Security wrote a report that said what I just said, that the most dangerous threat to Americans are right-wing domestic terrorists. Right. Do you know what happened with that report? Because of Republicans pressured them, the, the attorney general at the time, and they retracted it. Wow. How, how embarrassed? It's just... It's just, it never stops with these people. It doesn't. It doesn't never stop. You you retract a report that's true. Mm. No, you stand up to these people. Right. They don't want to know the truth. They can't handle the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember McVeigh? 92. Right. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, 1992, the guy blows up a federal building. Right. You now got, we got Christopher Paul Hansen trying to blow up stuff. Was that? Oh, that's... Yeah, it's his name. Why do they always have... They always have three names. No. You, always. Because, Assassins no, and... No, because you always have to give the three names. You just don't want to be Chris Hansen, right? Because, oh, the guy from... <laughs> right, have have guy, a seat. Yeah. The guy, uh, Chris Hansen, the guy that gets the pedophiles. There was a good... I'm not going to go down the segue with that, but there's a good one where he got the same guy in, in one episode. <laughs> like they let him go and they got him again. They got him again. Yeah. That, there was a time where I briefly enjoyed that show before I realized how... That's not something that should be on TV. No, it's not. It's sick. Because it was just as as as, as repulsive as those people are that he was getting, he right. was also repulsive. It was sick. It was just sick. The uh, whole thing was sick. I'm glad he's capturing people, but do I need to see that? I mean, it's funny like once or twice. I don't think it should be a show. Yeah. Well, it's not. And that's why. It's not a show anymore. There were some lawsuits for some. line to catch a predator. Yeah, I heard some something happened with him too. Like, oh, okay. he, of course, but not like not like <laughs> oh that. God. Not like that. Well, but let's like, hope he wasn't being a pedophile. Too. No, no, okay. no. But it was it was something. Um, and then I read that William Barr, our new Attorney General. Mm-hmm. What, actually, what do you think about Bill that guy? Barr? Bill Barr. <laughs> what do you know? I don't have much. <laughs> Bill Barr. It's my homeboy, Bill Barr. No, I don't have much to say about Bill Barr. So Bill Barr, who. Personally, I don't trust, but I've heard a lot of people say that he will do the right thing. I don't personally believe that, but whatever. The, what I did want to say about him was that he's hired his, you talk about the corruption, mm-hmm. his his son, his son, I think it's his son-in-law, just took a job at the White House Council. And his daughter is going to work at FinCEN, which is like part of the Treasury Department. They track dirty money. It's It's a conflict of interest. Wow. How are you going to be the attorney general and your son works for Trump? Like that's, you talk about, should I trust this guy? What do you think? His son just took a job working for fucking Trump. Right. Can you trust him? No. No. We knew that already though. 
Yeah. That's I, not a really surprise. We I, knew that. I just like to shine a light on oh, these okay. things on the mother yeah. time, you know. <laughs> Which is what we should be doing for sure. Yeah, in the same way, like I, that, the way I called Covington student Nick Sandman a little puke. It's mm-hmm. because, like, I'm trying to put that out there, you know, right. get that out there in the world. Um, I've, I've been talking a lot. You have anything <laughs> you, you want to put out there? No. Not that much. It's your show. No, no. It's, it's There's a lot going on, man. <laughs> there is so, so much, much going, going on. on all the time. I mean, I, I, I could go on and on. I'm not going to because, well, we're at 52 minutes already. That's so crazy. This, it's like Trump time. It is. Uh, I want to make a correction from last week. It was actually sort of interesting. Okay. I said that if Donald Trump had been convicted of felony, we never would have been in this situation. Okay. I was wrong. You can be a felon and be president. But you can't be a felon and vote. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Is How insane is that? So you can't be a felon and vote, but you can be a felon and be president. Theoretically, you could run from your jail cell. Mm-hmm. You right know, into the presidency. Which, which Trump... Run from jail cell to Iowa. Which Trump may or may, or may not be doing. <laughs> you're, but I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes, you're right. You mm-hmm. can't... Except for in Florida where they restored all those, which right. is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida. It's going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, Mel. You got, you got I anything? I don't have anything else, no. Anything you want to plug, Mel? Uh, no. Nothing I want to plug at all. Uh, Muller Time can be followed on Twitter at Muller Time Pod, Facebook at Muller Time Podcast, YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, Patreon. If you like the show and you want to support us, patreon.com backslash Muller time. Uh, if anyone's interesting in sponsoring us, you can reach out to me personally at Muller time podcast at Gmail. Cause we're still trying to hook up that 1995 Toyota Corolla. Nice. We need that. And we a, need that and Patreon cause we got to get this rim paid. Oh, I thought you said rims for a second. I was <laughs> rims, like, no. I don't think people, <laughs> we don't need rims, but we do need rent. <laughs> <laughs> Full on sellout. Yeah. Just give me some rims. I'll live in the car. My personal Twitter is Eric LeVay. Here, oh, they know my name now. Shoots. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> Here it comes. E R I C L E V A I. Oh, this is going to be a big week. This is going to be a big week. You know what's happening on Wednesday? What's that, sir? Um, Michael, I'm blanking now. Michael Cohn. Oh, yes. Michael Cohn is testifying on Wednesday. This is going to be a big week. Yeah. He's going to be going in front of the uh, the house and mm-hmm. saying apparently a lifetime of... <laughs> Just tell it all. He's going to drop all the dimes. Yeah, it's going to be very big. <laughs> He's going to be in there <laughs> in his pocket just throwing dimes everywhere. Oh, uh, man, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Yeah. Next week's going to be good. I'm excited about next week's show already. I'm thinking about adding, I mean, I'm always experimenting a little. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I, there's no way I can do like an hour a day. That's impossible. I was thinking about maybe some short ones during the week. Sure. 10 minutes. Sure. like that, you know. I'd be down. That might be kind of fun. Like, Yeah. I've thought about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the emergency shows when things mm-hmm. go down, of course. But How would the show sound if I called in on my phone? See, the phone thing, I really, and for listeners, that's mm-hmm. something I've really looked into. Because mm-hmm. also, that's, to be honest with you, that's also like a little less... We, when someone else is talking, you can relax a little. Right. So I've been looking into that. Yes, you. That's the thing. It's always a balance with the sound quality, mm-hmm. because I don't want to give up. Right, the quality of the sound. But I do have a number for this show. 
It's a Skype number oh, that wow. I purchased. So oh, okay. could you call in? Yeah, you could call in. Oh, people know. could call in. But the thing is, it's not um, live. That's the trick. So they oh, have okay. to know right. when to call in. Right, and they wouldn't know what we're talking about. Right. Because it's not live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what's up? How you guys doing? Motherfucker, we're in the beginning, the middle of the show. show. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You, I shouldn't be yelling at you. <laughs> exactly. Is this Jesse? Is this Jesse Smollett? <laughs> I, no, I have been looking into, see, there are ways to live podcast, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's more complicated right. than. Sure. No, we don't need to do that yet. But I, Unless we get that Patreon jumping off. No, I mean we get that rent jumping. We got all sorts of stuff happening. Rams. I mean, Rams. I mean rent. I mean <laughs> rent. rent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rams. If we get that Patreon jumping off, we'll get some rent going, and yeah, we'll have some better shows for sure. NBC had this thing; they were going to do this whole segment on Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. and I got, I saw it, and I just tweeted the, the writer. I mean, I I tweeted their account. I was like, this is a disgrace because I saw the trailer and I saw right. what it was going to be, uh-huh. and they took that tweet down. Now I don't know if that was because of me, but. I'm uh, like, maybe they'll pull the segment. They might. Like, really, with all this stuff going on, you're doing a, a Robin Leach segment? Like, right. are you fucking no, people are insane? Are you insane? <laughs> NBC's in deep with Trump. They're the ones that started all of this. I mean, beside Roger Stone. People do forget that the reason why Trump knows his base is because he has 20 years of data, customer data, from his TV show. They share that with him all the time. Because he wants to know who's his base, who's watching his show, what do they like. He has 20 years of Mark, data. Is that true? Mark Burnett gave that to him? Yeah. Yes. No kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. He has 20 years of data. No shit. Mm-hmm. You think Trump's sitting around not asking who's watching my show? What do they like? Or at least somebody who works for Trump who was smart enough to think of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. They passed that information on to him. How do you think he was able to manipulate this so fast, yeah. so well? He knows his people. He knows his base. He's had 20 years of information on them. Do you remember where you saw that? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. I would love to. <laughs> You'd love to find out? Go dig on the internet. I will. I, will. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know how to use Google. Just, yeah. Yeah. You just ask an agent. I will. Yeah, yeah, just ask an agent. Hey, do you guys share information about your audience? Yes, we do. <laughs> I'll just close by saying this. There were a few things that it's funny because I did the closer already. No, but, no, no. But I'm gonna do a second. I'm gonna do a second closer. Yay! There were a couple things that happened last week mm-hmm. that, and I read the entire or most of the Manafort sentencing memo that came out where they were trashing him. Right. It's forget about what the news says. It's more clear now than ever that Mueller does have an end game here. Right. And, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be a huge end game. And. You're right. It's 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 it. Some things are what you think they're going to be. Okay, right. this has been building up. If you read these indictments, it's been building up mm-hmm. to what's going to happen, which is what we all know is going to happen. Right. I thought I read somewhere that this is just the tip of the iceberg. It is the tip of the iceberg. That's right. So you know, Titanic man's going down. That's right. Wow. On that note, I think we'll catch you guys next week. Bye bye.